Welcome to the Business Fun Size Podcast. A weekly discussion on a business topic to help you grow your business. With me, Bertie Cordingly. And me, Debbie Duda. Let's jump right in. Are we ready? It's the favourite bit. We're live. Good morning. Yay! We are alive. And we are alive. Thank God. Alive and alive. Alive and alive. And talking about upselling. We are. Yeah, quick. I think I couldn't get the button in time. There we go. The magic of upselling. It's because everything worked today. It's like there's no no technical issues. Just... It's it's joyful, isn't it? It's joyful. Finally, after a year of doing these, we have made it seamless with no technical hiccups. Anyway, good. Yes, welcome. Anyway, thank you if you're watching us live. Thank you if you listen to the podcast. And if you are watching us live, you can uh, hit the like button and ask us questions in the comments as we go along. So, upselling. It's magic, isn't it? It's magic upselling. (laughs) Why is it magic? Why is it magic? Uh... Well, I suppose the thing is, if you've got clients that are already buying from you, you've already got past all that stuff of having to find them, of having to build that no like trust. And actually, if you can get people to put a little bit more in the car or work with you in a different way, it's kind of easier to get them past the post, isn't it? Because they've they've already built that relationship with you. Yeah. So I don't um, know if it's magic. You're just utilizing the amazing marketing that you've already been doing and that relationship that you've already built to kind of grow your business. Well, we're calling it magic because that's what's at the bottom of the screen. I know, so I know, I know, I know. We're, we're getting, it it is, I think, yeah, let's do, I mean, just just for the uh, for, for the viewers, listeners, whoever, whoever is there, I mean, upselling, right? It's, um, I think it's, de- it's definitely underused in any business. You know, this isn't just about online. This is about, you know, if you've got retail, it's that, you know, it, like McDonald's do it so well, don't they? With the, do you want fries with that? You know, probably not the yeah. best example for promoting healthy living, but <laughs> it's it is it is that just upsell and sometimes just asking for the upset, asking if somebody wants something else with whatever it is they're purchasing, and a lot of people don't do it. It's one of the things that, like, having worked in retail, is really drilled into you. Like, sell the account card, ask this, ask you know, all of those things. So, yeah, upselling, I think, for smaller businesses is misunderstood and underused, would you say? Yeah, and I think there is a there is a feeling that it feel it can feel a bit car salesman-ish. Yes, it can. Like, oh, maybe it's like the dirty side of, of selling because it feels like well, they've already bought from you and then you're trying to get them to buy more. And isn't that just a bit crass and a bit, you know, feel a bit uncomfortable? So I think... Maybe it's the terminology and and that idea of just pushing for extra that kind of turns people off a little bit, I think. And probably that's partly why it's underutilized. Yeah, I think so. And I can't, you know, I mean, people do this badly and people do do it in a really like, um, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Um, Genuine? uh, Yeah, disingenuous way. I mean, yeah, car, cars are a great example. So, like, when I've bought cars before, like, sort of years ago, and then sort of, like, bought one on finance, and then um, then went in to collect the car, and then had to sit through an hour of paperwork, when they're not really doing anything. They could have done all this before, but actually it's to sell me the gap insurance and all the other stuff, and then scaring me in that if I crash the car, I'm going to lose thousands of pounds. I think that's sort of, you know, that's an upselling technique. I don't yeah. like that sort of stuff. Yeah. I think the thing that we're talking about is literally just presenting something that you have already and just asking, just asking once, like, you know, what do you know about this? Would you like to buy it? And if they say no, they say no. You don't have to really go into, uh, you know, the pushy sales car selling technique, yeah. but 
just asking, asking somebody if they want something else is, is magic. Yeah, and I think I, I can think about it from um, kind of retail as well, like some clients that I work with that maybe sell stuff online. So they have kind of like product-based businesses. A way to do that might be to say, like, I don't know, if you put so much in your shopping cart, then you get free postage. And that yeah. just increase, encourages people to spend a little bit more because people are like, I want that free postage. And then, you you know, I've done it and I'm like, what else can I buy from this shop and start putting extra stuff in? And as a retailer, that's going to help your profit margin because if you get every customer through the door, spend a little bit more money, that makes your business more profitable. I think for my business, because I'm a coach, how I might or how I do upselling is essentially the, the, the number one way is at the end of that coaching service, I say, would you like to carry on working with me? So they've kind of bought a service that's like a package that has a beginning and an end. And then it's like, would you like to do more? Would you like to carry this on? Let's explore what that would look like. And so I've kind of, they've already bought the product, you've built the relationship, and then you're looking at how you could take that further and yeah. kind of keep that relationship going. And so that that element of kind of upselling works for me, but it's kind of at the end of that relationship when the relationship would end and I always kind of say to people you know what are you asking people to do next like what, yeah. what's your offer next you know so if somebody does like an online course of yours what's the next thing because what you don't want to do is is get lots of people that are doing various things with you and then have nothing left for them to buy from you because once people have enjoyed the experience they probably do want the opportunity to do more with you absolutely absolutely and it yeah it's 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 having your products having whatever it is you're selling yeah uh, laddered structured in yeah. that sort of way because you've just given a really good example of where you would sell again at the end and somebody really has that relationship but also if you plan this correctly you can do that at the beginning so you know your your one-to-one coaching uh you know it's not it's not a cheap product is it that someone would just buy so what you can have is you can have cheaper products or free downloads or anything that then people can yeah yeah lead magnets sorry that they can do at the very beginning of spending all the money yeah and they do do that maybe they'll buy like the facebook ads mini course or the seo mini course straight off my website that gives them an experience of working with me and then it's like do you want to work with me do you want to work with me one-to-one but I think yeah you're right it's about having you know if it's products think how you can get more things into the cart and if it's services think how you can ladder those products so you do have somewhere for people to go next because otherwise they get to the top of whatever you've got and then they just kind of fall off and then all that kind of effort to get them in there and it might also be like um subscription offers and that type of thing I think is a kind of is upselling in a way because you get somebody to try your product and then you're like actually if you subscribe to it you get a little bit off every product and you're building that relationship where people come with you again and again and again so I think Mm -hmm. like subscription type stuff is kind of a way to do upselling in a way because you're making those you're converting those customers you know repeatedly and they're being loyal with you and you're getting getting money in the bank. So I think there's a number of ways that you can look at this idea of upselling. Yes. Uh, yeah, absolutely. And that's, yeah, that's like the SaaS model, isn't it? You know, like just, yeah, just, the, the, you know, either software as a subscription or services as a subscription. Yeah. Uh, yeah. That's, that's, that's a really good way of doing it. So, yeah, I think, I think, you know, going back to like, um, you know, like when we were just talking then about lead magnets or you were saying you've got like a Facebook ads mini course and you've got your coaching, yeah. you know, that really is positioning. So you've got like a product for everybody in any budget. So somebody might 
start something and actually that that product that you're giving is still really super useful so yeah. just because it's free doesn't mean that you're just giving people just rubbish you know like your 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 mini courses and your downloads are really really valuable so they're things that people can actually utilize help grow their business get them to a certain level and then you're the first person they will then come to uh once they uh uh once it starts to get more successful because you've helped them in that in that way even they haven't necessarily done it in one-to-one -one. so i think a lot of businesses can think about it in this way what can i do to add value to my customers and yeah we're talking about service-based businesses here but you know this could be the same for product-based businesses you know what what products could you get people to to you know like what samples maybe like if you're yeah. selling i don't know whatever it is like there's always something you can do to uh that you can get people at a lower price and then upsell them later and it doesn't have to be dirty Sneaky. or sleazy <laughs> yeah like oh that feels yeah. sticky yeah exactly and you know i, I think if, that, if that's true to your values then you don't have you don't have to go in with that um you know the icky sleazy salesman type thing you know that's not how i operate and I know it's not how you operate either, but I think just asking, letting people know what you sell is really, really yeah. important. Yeah, and I think the idea of being upfront about it as well and just being like, this is this is the deal, do you want it? That's the thing that makes it less sleazy. Um, so I have a client who delivers a product and at the end of the product, you can kind of pay her a monthly fee and she'll make sure that that product, you know, stays in, in the best possible way that it can. She call, calls it like a peace of mind uh kind of package and they pay mm -hmm. monthly for that but she tells them at the very beginning when they buy that initial product that she has this thing afterwards so it's not like she's coming in at the end oh now you've got this product do you want to buy this peace of mind thing it's there it's up front she's open about it and that means that people kind of they can see what's happening it's not like yeah. there's like a shock at the end it's like oh now if you do this extra thing and so I think there's a thing about being transparent if you want to move away from sleazy it's just being really honest with people and going this is how I work this is how it works to its best of the, its ability and this is how I can serve you or help you in the best way are you up for it and then people yeah. can just make a choice can't they that's right. And that's, you know, that's that's like the process you would do in like a discovery call, for example, for something service-based, you know, and I think it's like if someone's booking a call with you, they pretty much know you're going to have something at the end to sell them. So you can frame it exactly in that way. It's like, look, you know, yeah. let's just discuss what your problems are, see if we can help. And then at the end, you know, we, I can t explain how we're going to work together. It's all framed in that manner. And then there's no, there's no surprise. I think, yeah, when you get surprises or you suddenly feel on the back foot or you have to make a pressured decision, I think that's when it can start to feel a little bit sleazy. Yeah, but like what we were saying before, you know, it's, this is almost the opposite side to asking for discounts. Like, you know, I was saying, you know, I ask everybody, and I, you know, I do. And we had a comment at the end, I think just as we'd gone off saying, you know, asking a small business for a discount is a little bit rude. I don't think it is. I think, you know, you choose to be offended by something, right? You know, so if, yeah. if you... If you it's it, you know like just because a business is small i don't think we should be uh, perceive that a business isn't making any money i think you know that's, that's, that's true, probably yeah. something that we you know big businesses lose money so i think asking for a discount doesn't mean you're rude pushing yeah. for a discount or making so is, is very different i think it's the same when you're upselling as well so yeah. just you know asking for the sale or asking if they want to buy something else that's absolutely fine but pressuring somebody into buying something they don't need want or um yeah. It is, is a very different so I think there's there's an art to this but I think don't overthink it just ask and people can say yeah. no and if they're offended by the fact that you've asked them then it says more about them than it does about you 
wow, that's a lovely thing to end it on, isn't it? Um, so yeah, don't be sleazy, be transparent, and don't feel like you're going to offend people if you ask for a discount because that's their thing. There you go. Dish, done, exactly. brilliant. We're going to come back next week, and I want to talk about print, actual print, print and print. paper, yes. and that version of, of, of marketing and kind of promoting your products because I've had a couple of examples of that this week, and I'd love to chat this through with Bertie uh, and you guys and, and see what you all think. So join us next week uh, and bring your comments about print. Uh, do you like getting things in the post? You know, we want to hear from you next week. So hopefully we'll we'll see you next week. We will. We will indeed. Debbie, it's been a pleasure. Thank you very much. And thanks for watching, listening, everybody. And we'll be back again next week, 10 o'clock for 10 minutes-ish of Chitter Chatter. <laughs> Chitter Chatter. Bye. Bye. Thanks for listening to the Business Fun Size Live podcast. Join us every Friday morning at 10 a.m. On my LinkedIn. And over on my Facebook page. If you've enjoyed this podcast, it would be amazing if you could leave us a review. And we'd love for you to come and say hi to us on social media. See you next week. Bye.